0: That was our I was ready! Okay! Hi guys, and welcome to the Empowerment Podcast. My name is Jordan Payton, and I am your host. Today, I am here with some musical icons. <laughs> <laughs> some musical geniuses that also happen to be my best friends, Trey and Madison. So, guys, introduce yourself. Hey! What's hey. up? What's up? So, today, I mean, I guess we're going to talk about anything and everything.
1: Yes, yes.
0: Um, I guess the whole general gist can be like, because I want to talk about you guys' upcoming wedding, and with you guys being so young, I want to give some inspiration to my younger audience members (laughs) Mm -hmm. (laughs) 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 who want to be trifling and jump into relationships and get (laughs) married. Who want to be real nasty, be fast, and jump the gun. So where do you guys want to start? I mean, we were singing. So I mean, I guess we can give them some more vocals, or uh-uh.
2: <laughs> <laughs> these are closed. Okay, okay. <laughs> okay.
0: So, um, tell me a little bit about you guys. Like, what is your story together and independently? I want my audience members to get to kind of know you guys. Oh, go. Yeah.
1: So, so my story is kind of, you know, my story is kind of not like a typical, you know teenage story like i've been through a lot of stuff um to get where i am now and i'm still not done uh but yeah my story is basically like just knucklehead kid doing a whole bunch of dumb stuff and then you know life finally caught up with me and it made me realize that hey i need to sit down like in high school you know being a known kid i mean it's easy to you know it's easy to you know make friends or you know it's easy to like you know meet mm-hmm. girls and stuff like that um so life caught up with me after a while and just uh I ended up getting hurt in a relationship like really bad mm-hmm. uh and you know it was my own fault like I was only getting what I dissed out and I took a break from relationships for a long time like pretty much a year like just no dating even when like once I did meet Madison she she thought I was playing like i didn't I just Friend didn't want I just didn't want i didn't it wasn't that I didn't like her or anything it's just that I didn't want a relationship at the time because of what happened, but oh. now that I'm older, I just realized that the guy was just you know giving back to me that same hurt that I gave out to other people um but when I met Madison um like just everything changed pretty much like me as a person um how I thought about relationships like it was more than just you know a spring fling or like a lot of relationships they just females just jumping out their body from men and all that stuff and like you know they just jump the gun and get married because they out here being nasty but it's just like our relationship was different it's like I wanted more than just you know just the typical sex relationships mm-hmm. like I actually wanted to know what it was like to make love to a female's mind first Ooh. and then like oh
0: pull on, poor <laughs> on. When you say make love to a female's mind, what does that mean?
1: It's like, so females, so one thing I learned about this from dating Madison is that relationships is is pretty much 85 to 90% mental. Mm -hmm. Why I say that is because when you enter somebody's heart and they say, I love you, it's something that they feel. It's not just something that they think, but it's something that they feel mentally, spiritually, that you love someone. So when you enter their minds, it's that. You enter in their minds letting them know that, hey, this is real. So once you get into their minds and get into their... Once you get into their minds and their mental, then it gets to their heart. And once you get to their heart, you pretty much have them. Now, a lot of men, once they do get to their heart, they do everything they need to do to get in their pants. And then now that heart is broken. And now Mm -hmm. now once that heart breaks, now their mental is broken. So that's when females start thinking that, you know, men ain't this and men ain't that. So now that they're heartbroken and their mental is broken as well, now there's no trust. There's no door for like opportunity. So oh. now every good man in the world has lost his chance with a woman because of the heart is broken and the mental is broken.
0: I feel you. I feel you. And I feel like we're going to get back to that because I feel like one thing that I would like to talk about now that kind of popped up for me was just the fact that um, a lot of the times you hear in relationships, you hear men talk about, oh, did you hit that? Did you, did you, like, did you ram that? I don't know. They just <laughs> use very, very harsh words. And it's like, y'all females need to be looking out for y'all selves because, honey, he's hitting your vagina. And that's not right. But anyway, that's, we are so deep already. <laughs> but we're going to get to Madison and hear what she has to say, you know. So,
2: Okay, that, so... Basically my background. I've known Jordan since like second grade. Best friends. You have. <laughs> um and We weren't
0: always best friends. We though. weren't though. <laughs> we
2: we got into it quite a bit. We used to go like back and forth yes. at each other's throat, but it was all just out of love <laughs> and you know, I thank God not just like but um yeah, me and Jordan have been through <laughs> it and back. <laughs>
0: We did but, not like one another for, like, <laughs> I, it was for real.
2: Yeah. But it, it's okay. Um, And then, I guess, fast forward to high school. Mm-hmm. I got in a really, like, my first real relationship or whatever. Thought I was in love. Thought I was going to marry him. Whatever. He ends up cheating on me. Not with a girl, but with a guy. mm mm-hmm. Um. And that happened to be one of Trey's friends. So Trey was kind of like on the side, like waiting for him to mess up low-key.
0: Wait, did I know this? I did not know that. Oh, With who?
2: Some guy from Van Davis.
0: Oh, okay. I don't know the guy. Okay. I yeah. thought I knew the guy.
2: Um, And so met Trey, like obviously i really liked him at the beginning he like you know he slid in the dms or whatever so you know he thought i was cute but he wasn't one in a relationship um and like literally ever since the day we started talking there hasn't been a day that we haven't talked or like facetimed or anything um and i just like really really wanted to get to know him like as a really good friend and i was just so interested about like the little details about him and like I think that's one of our first things that we really like um grew from at the beginning was it Mm -hmm. was like why does this person want to know me so well like no one had ever really taken the time out for either one of us Mm -hmm. to get to know like the little details about us and like they just wanted to like jump quick into like something fast and we were like so interested in like oh why does he care so much about like my background or like Mm -hmm. he was like why do you care so much about all these details about me and like so we really tried to get to know each other like as people and as friends um, for a while first. But I was catching feelings and then ended up starting to date. And since then, it's been like crazy ride, crazy roller coaster, a ton of up and downs. But relationships are all just about like accepting the, the fact that that other person is human as well. Like just as human as you are. They're going to make as many mistakes as you are. They're going to go through life not knowing who they are just like you know like our age like Mm -hmm. you have to grow a lot and you have to like evolve a lot as a person and you have to be willing to accept the fact that that other person is going to be too but you guys can do that together Um. and since then like just finding a church home together and like focusing on Mm -hmm. like complete and total growth in every aspect of our lives like he said not just being like a physical thing but like more like How are we spiritually connected? How are we emotionally connected? Is really what grows a relationship past that. And so now, eight months until we get married. And we're really excited.
0: Okay. So there were a lot of things that caught my attention in what you were saying. But one thing that came up in my head was I I seen three wheels. And I wanted to talk about how do you guys manage relationships? Because there's two of you and you're hanging out with only one of me. And I just thought it was interesting that for a long time, like you guys have been able to successfully manage all these different friendships and stuff like that. And like, I can even remember like, especially in high school, like always being with you guys and like being in the backseat of the car was never a problem. Like getting along with both of you and just having a good relationship with both of you. Mm -hmm. So how do you guys manage friendships and relationships? And is that something that you guys do together? Do you have, like, separate friends? You see you and I see you? Or how do
1: you manage relationships? We really don't don't have separate friends. Like, Mm -hmm. every single friend that we have, we all communicate.
2: Like, there's no friends that he has that, like, don't know who I am or I wouldn't be willing to talk to them. Like, yes, there's, like, his little – not little – but, like, there's his, like, friends that, like, go and play basketball at um, L.A. Fitness together. Right. Or, like, his friends that he plays the game with. But, like, when they're on, they don't hesitate to talk to me. And, like, they right. know who I am. They I know what type of people they are. And, like...
1: And they re- they respect yeah. me. You know what I mean? Like, it's a lot of, like, you you respect our relationship to the utmost high. Our other best friends, Brad and Anna, they respect our relationship. They're married now. Like, mm-hmm. they respect. They understand... But life is all about serving people. Mm. Like, like, literally, it's a proven fact that when you're serving others, you're living a much more happier life. Mm-hmm. So it's all about serving people and doing things for people and living for people. Like, when you just live for yourself, you're a miserable person. Mm-hmm. So, like, that's how our relationships really work out because we live for other people as well. So we live for you. So we live to, 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 to be around you. And whenever you need us, we're here. You mm-hmm. know what I mean? Brad and Anna, if they need us, if something happens, we're there or any friend Chris and Damon anybody like my sister my family like if you need anything we're there it's just because we live for you guys like you should do things for others and like, I think it's, both, I it's that. good that we're
2: both like really emotional like uh, like emotionally attached to our friends like they're not just friends we go out and like have fun have a drink have a meal whatever and forget yeah. about them like we talk about all of our friends together, like, yeah. oh, what can we do for them? Oh, we haven't seen this person in a while, let's reach out to them, you mm-hmm. know? And, like, I think that's really good about us, is we have really good communication. Like, yes, we're going to mess up every now and then, but we have good communication about, like, how we feel and how other people make us feel. Yeah. And, like, we, we've we realized lately, like, okay, what friends are good to have in our lives? And, like, the good friends that we constantly keep in contact with, they're the both ones. of our friends. But, like, it's never, like, oh, let's a couple hanging out with, like, he's my best friend, too. So I'm hanging out with two of my friends right now. Mm -hmm. I'm not just, like, hanging out with my fiancé and our friend. Like, it's, like, two of my friends. And then I also feel like it's because we never really, like, yeah, we may, like, hug or kiss every now and then. But you know when you hang out with those annoying couples that are all up on each it's other the whole um, time, yeah. Like y'all don't need to be doing all that in front of your friends. Like you guys are friends with your friend. Like I mean, it it's used like... to be
1: like that. Like, yeah. She used to be like super because her love language is like physical touch. Mm-hmm. So like she used to be like that. But I'm just like it's just a time and a place mm-hmm. or everything. You know what I mean? Like it's a matter of growing now. Now together we're like okay, like we're with our friends and we're that's just that. Like it's not just me, you, and Jordan. You know what I mean, or like right. Madison and Trey. Then right. it's Jordan. It's Madison, it's Trey, and Jordan. Yeah. It's all of us together. It's not just so. Like we try to like make, not make because a lot of friends that we have, or like the friends that we had in the past. You know what I mean. That we, we probably don't even communicate with anymore. But the yeah. friends that we have right now, some of them aren't in relationships. So it's like you don't you don't want to make your family because I don't I don't really have friends. I have family. Mm. Anybody like you. And, like, anybody else that I hang out with on the on a regular is family to me. So, it's like, I don't want to make my family uncomfortable. Okay. So, like,
0: so, first of all, I'm absolutely blessed <laughs> that we are recording this podcast because, you guys, this was not expected. We were just like, let's throw this thing together. If you can see the setup right now, we're looking janky. <laughs> but this is literally off the walls. So, Trey, you were talking about service. And that just hit me so deep because I think a lot of the times, especially for me, mm-hmm. it's about me. And I never thought about friendships in a way of service.
3: Mm-hmm.
0: And like, I've, I've been thinking about doing more things like how I can serve more people because I feel like that's not, hasn't really been the forefront of my life and I would like for it to right. be the forefront of my life, serving mm-hmm. other people because I have so much and it's like, why don't I take the time to like give mm-hmm. myself to other people? So I think one way that you can do that is to start serving people in your relationship. Exactly.
1: That's exactly how it is. Like one thing that in high school, people always had twisted. is like, you can only serve your friends by buying them stuff. Right. Like, you know, we got, we got to stay out school today. So I'm going to buy a McDonald's and they was like, mm-hmm. Oh yeah, you're my best friend. Like it's, it's, Like, that's not a real relationship to me. Mm -hmm. Serving someone is I can be in your house and we can just be having a good time. And I'm just blessing your life by Mm, just by being there. And you're blessing my life just by being there. That's 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 an act of service. Those are real relationships. You can sit in the crib and not spend a dollar on nothing. Like when you can have fun by just being with each other. And
0: that's honestly what you guys mean to me. Like Mm. whenever I'm with you guys, we don't have to do. We literally here recently, we've just been sitting at my house. But we, I literally have the most fun <laughs> that I've had ever in my life. Literally just Saying doing nothing. just Being yeah. shaming, like. silly, like, watching TV. And, like,
2: people that you can really be your true self. Like, if yes. all the doors are closed, you were standing in your room alone. Like, that self. The people that you can still be around and be that vulnerable and, like, actually yes. feel like that is, like, your true, true friends. But
1: one, one thing I told Madison is that even if we look at the biblical side of it,
2: mm-hmm.
1: when God created Adam, He created Eve because men and women need relationships. We, we do need people. We need people. So, like, that's human exactly. Human
2: connection is like the human biggest connection yet. is
1: so huge, and like so many people, I'm so many lonely. people. I know lonely because it's for so, for so for so many everybody. reasons. Is because yeah. Of, oh yeah, she's white or she's this or she's that. Like we've got all types of stones thrown at us because of our so,
0: relationship and all that. Wait, 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 wait! Mm-hmm. You guys are in a, in an interracial relationship.
2: I feel like all these topics are popping. <laughs> <laughs> like, these topics are popping up so
0: much. If you guys do not know, Madison and Trey are in an interracial relationship, which means that there are two different races. I'm white. <laughs> She's white. He's black. How has that? Number one, how has that impacted your relationship? How do you guys relate to one another because you're from two different backgrounds? I mean, I mean, you grew up in Indianapolis, yes, but you're from a white family. You're from a black family, so clearly there's differences there. How did you guys merge together and, and unify that and like, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like, so, how did you make it work? So, <laughs> ooh, this is so good.
1: <laughs> so to me, and one thing I've always expressed to her is that love has no size. Mm. No color, like love has no, no age, gender. no gender. Mm. Like we support LGBT. Like we support them because love is love. And that's just how I see that. Like we, mm-hmm. we, we understand. Like, like we understand. You know what I mean? It's like. One thing that I really learned just by being in church is I'm, as you guys, like, I'm, I'm, I'm a Jesus freak. I love God. Like just Amen. because of what he's done. Hallelujah. But like, one thing that my church has said, which is why we love our church is that the only color we see is red, which is the blood that Christ shed for us on the cross. Mm. We don't see white and black. We don't see Hispanic. We don't see, cause we're all the same. We all bleed the same. We're mm-hmm. all the same people. So I don't, we've, we had a Oh, my gosh. Like Especially when we went viral our senior year. Oh, yeah, yeah.
0: They people, also went viral, guys. So, they're also famous. People
1: <laughs> people called me a black monkey. People called her a white piggy bank. People called us uh, white and black people. Or said that like, together. forced to be there with yeah, you. Yeah, or, or, like, people oh, said, yeah. people, people said, I need to go back and pick cotton. Like, it was So,
2: cr-
0: Madison, how did you respond to all of that?
2: So... Well, first of all, when we went viral, we ended up just shutting off our phones because like, I, and like my friends would like text me and be like, don't read that comment on that page. Like because pages were posting us and stuff. Right. And so I just ended up not reading the comments, but it was very hard on us, especially cause like, mm-hmm. you know, it's like personal attacks and like, that's not only, like, that's not the only time. Like I remember one time in specific that we went to Texas Roadhouse in like the middle of nowhere, basically. Like it was like some town, like town that you haven't heard of. And him and his friend Damon were the only black people in that restaurant and we Mm. sat in the very middle and the whole time we were being stared at, like by all these old people, like just centered at our table. Try how that make you feel
1: it it makes me feel like I don't belong there.
2: Yeah.
1: And it's it's crazy how easily you can break someone. Mm. Like even when we went to a Purdue game, like this lady literally turned her back to me because I was the only black person in that section. Like she literally sat next to me and saw what she was sitting next to, and she turned her back to me.
2: But I to me, say- to me,
1: it's just like, it's just like how I always look at it is like God created all of us in his own image, and we're all equal. Mm-hmm. Whenever we need God to be there, He never turns his back on us. Mm-hmm. So it's like, why can't we be that way for other people? You know what I mean, that's why I've just tried to change my life. I' I'm, I'm pretty much don't say any curse words anymore. Okay. It's only because when I say something out of my mouth, it should be words of empowerment, words huh. of words of wisdom, words of encouragement. You know what I mean? Which is why I surround myself around diverse people yeah. because I don't want to be one of those people that only hanging around Black people. Yeah. So that so that if a white guy or a white girl wants to hang out with us, they feel like they can't because yeah. oh yeah, he's I don't feel like he really messed with you know what I mean. That's why I always try to make people feel like we're equal. We're the same. I'm no better than you. There's no sin that I do that is worse than your sin. Sin So what I'm
0: hearing is this idea of maybe unity. Mm -hmm. Um, I feel like that's a big one for me personally. Because I, I, like I was saying even today, in a perfect world, I would like to say that I love everyone. No matter what you look like, no matter who you are, no matter what skin color you are. I would like to say that I love everyone, and it is kind of hurtful to know that there are people out there that don't think that way. But I would I would also like to say that we are super blessed to have grown up where we have grown up and mm-hmm. to have the opportunity to be around other races and people. And Like, our school was basically a melting pot.
2: Yeah, in elementary school, okay, so I didn't even pot. realize that, like, People were different colors. Yeah, because I have like cousins and other people like in my family that like like oh yeah we have like one black person at our school and I'm like what What? like and and I'm not I just wasn't used to that. But I will say like at the beginning of me and Trey's relationship, he would be like why are they looking at me like that or he'd be like I feel really uncomfortable Mm -hmm. right now and I used to be like babe they're not looking at you like anything like I used to just be like you're overreacting. Mm-hmm. But I've realized, like, and by talking to other people who are in interracial relationships, like, that is, like, whitewashing them, basically. Like, mm-hmm. I will never understand how that? it feels. Especially to be, a, like, a black male. Like, the feeling of, like, getting pulled over. Or, like, you know, things like that. Like, I will never understand. So I accept the fact that I will never understand. Mm-hmm. But I'm not going to, like, make him feel like I, like, understand how he feels. It's just... Supporting him and building him up and being there like as his backbone, like, Mm -hmm. hey, like I got you no matter what, like I understand life is going to go through this and like there's going to be some cruel people out there, but like just brush it off. God got you. I got you. You know, like I, I just, Uh I never want to pretend like I know how it feels. But one one thing
1: I've also try to expand to like police brutality, there will never be a comparison to that Mm -hmm. just because of how, how. African-American males and females have been brutally killed or beaten. Yeah. And it, and people say it's not because of the color of their skin, but to everyone else, that is the exact reason. But what yeah. I also try to do is expand my knowledge. It's like, yes, I'm a black male. And yes, people see me. Yes, I have to keep my composure and stay calm because as soon as I snap, I'm an animal. Mm-hmm. That's exactly how I feel. But what I have also try to do is try to like put my feet in Madison's shoes as well. Hmm. hurt a white woman walking into a group of black people
0: what do you oh of yeah, all, that also because like a lot
1: of times it's like and like i said there's no comparison to a lot of things that have happened to african-american people but it's just like at the same time it's like we feel isolated around white people but like yeah. we we make other people feel isolated as well when hmm. they come around a group of black people
0: so what are some of the things that you think that even the black community can do to make other people that Aren't black, feel more welcome. If
1: we want unity, give unity. Mm. Show unity. If we want unity, if we want to be treated equally the same, then let's give out that.
0: Mm.
1: Like people want to riot, people want to fight. So
0: Let's not look crazy. Let's not
1: get rowdy because that's what they want us to do. They yeah. want us to get angry. They want us to fight back. You know what I mean? And I've talked about this before. People told me to shut the F up and all that stuff. Like You know what you're talking about? And it's just like God wants unity.
3: Yeah.
1: That's what He's working towards. The devil's working as well, mm-hmm. so when God's trying to bring unity, of course the devil's gonna put things in our mind like, "No, let's fight back." Yeah, and then of course that just brings us further and further back to not bringing that unity, not bringing that that human connection with different races.
0: So I love the idea of unity, and unity even makes me want to cry because I think that is so important, just because. Like you said, we're all the same. And when I hang out with you two, I literally do not see color. Right. Like I know Madison's white and you're black, but like I you don't
2: I think d- about I it. I like don't. That, think it's not. Up, it's like never, I never thought about it. Like but. been
0: something that I look at Madison like, oh, she's white. So, some moments I do have. I'm like, oh, Madison is white. But <laughs> it's I like no, really, <laughs> right? right but like I never just look at her and be like, oh, that's a white girl. But there have been moments where I'm like, oh, damn, Madison is like, because I just don't, I don't right. think about it. Like, right. this is just my friend. This is just and, the like, way it is. And, like, when you get
2: to know, like, say, when I've gone to this family cookouts or stuff, like, it's really fun. Like, not fun, but, like, you're like, oh, well, that, that's something that white people bring to a cookout. Yes. <laughs> or, like, you know, like.
1: It's cool. They'll like, be like,
2: oh, Madison, you've never heard of that. I'm like, guys, look at my skin. Like, like, it's, no, it no, it's no
1: hard my feelings like, because. Yeah. It's it's good to have your own culture. It, like yeah. we're not trying to take you away from your culture. What we're trying yes. to do is expand culture. Mm. So expand culture like not just this is what white people do, this is what black people do. Like not separating like this is a white person thing, this is a black person thing, this is what mm. we do. You know what I mean? Which is which is why interracial and in any type of relationship is beautiful because yeah. you both come from different backgrounds and you're not supposed to like this background stay over here. This background stay over here. You're supposed to combine that background. And yes. I want so
2: badly for our kids to be so proud of the fact that they come from both. Because I know so many yes. like mixed children that have been like, well, I feel like I was kind of forced to, you know, choose a side, side. and like, and you
1: wasn't, and like,
2: yeah. I said, well, what does I'll, it
0: mean to be? Because I love the I, I love what you're saying. I want them to be proud that they're white and they're black. Right. So what would you teach them? What do you want them to be proud of? What does that mean to you? Because I like the idea, but what does that mean?
1: Love everyone as we love you and love everyone as you love yourself. Love who you are, love where you love who you came from. Mm-hmm. Cause not only did we create you, but God handpicked you mm-hmm. to be on this earth. And so therefore like treat humanity. everybody else as if they was handpicked. Like mm-hmm. God literally picked like God literally handpicked you and said, You know what, I want him Why? to be alive. And he literally created you. When, you. when we hold you in our hands and realize that we never realize something can be so small and so precious and mm-hmm. so perfect. It's like, I want you to see everybody else like that. Mm. Everybody else is the same exact feeling that we had when you were born and the same exact feeling that you have to be alive. You should make sure that everybody else feel that as well.
0: And I think that we forget that sometimes that literally God picked us to be here. And I was listening to something the other day that said, God is your father and earth is your mother. Like, you are here by God through the earth, which is our mother. And I just, like, I even have it on affirmation cards that God is my father and earth is my mother. And I just think that's so important to remember who, who you are, number one, and where you come from. If you because honestly, right. there's nothing we can't overcome because literally... We're here because of God. Yeah. And he wants us to be here. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. So literally, I'm like
2: a big firm believer. Like I know some people don't believe in like soulmates or like fate or anything like that. But mm-hmm. I truly believe that like one person was created for me. And like God handpicked the person that was meant to be my mm-hmm. husband. And like no matter, he's from New Orleans. No matter what would have mm-hmm. happened, he would have ended up in yeah. Indianapolis. No matter what. Like I feel like that. Like that's everything that happens for a reason, but also like people were created to come into your life for to teach reason. you something. Yes. Yeah,
1: like, I just want other people to see that.
2: Yeah,
1: like people to, are, see, people, what? to see that people are meant to be with people.
2: Mm-hmm. Like and people are meant to be in your life to show you something, whether that's something you even should for, do, even shouldn't for a moment. Do. Mm-hmm. Yeah,
1: like everybody. Sometimes friends are only for a season. Yeah. but that's okay I
2: think we've all learned
1: that and sometimes sometimes God even when you go to a bad situation sometimes God uses a situation to show you your destination it's just like mm-hmm. yes this is a this is an issue that I dealt with that that sucks but this is where I'm going yeah you know what I mean and like I don't know if anybody ever seen a movie wonder before but mm-hmm. like it just speaks so much biblical knowledge and so much amazing it's like When they talked about, because the guy he had like he had a disorder that like messed up his face and everything, and she Mm. was like, "Everybody has scars on their
0: face.
1: Everybody (laughs) has scars on their face. Like the heart is to show you where where you're going, and Mm. your face is to show you where you've been. Mm. And and it's just like, like the situations that we go through is also show us where we're gonna go Mm. and where we've been at. So so
2: maybe let's accept those things
0: that have
1: been
2: hard." I just think know. people want love and equality so much, like they just write, Like, I want equal rights and love mm. is love, and like, um, you know, like everybody, everybody, like, generally just wants that out of life. Mm. But no one's willing to like change their heart to give that. I'll to do the it. World.
1: And me and Madison talked about that. Like, people all, i like, I don't, I don't, I'm not really open about this, but I hate those. Though, well, I don't hate it, but I really strongly dislike those. Must be nice tweets. Mm. Those. Uh well you know you know I need a man tweet I need a woman tweet like literally ask God for that mm. the Bible says asking you shall receive shaking yourself and knocking the door should be open to her. only thing you got to do is just not or say if you're thirsty for for a spiritual connection with God only thing or a spiritual connection with people only thing you got to say is I'm, I'm Lord I'm thirsty for this
0: so like, how because I've been to church with you guys mm-hmm. how has the Christian faith strengthened you all's relationship.
1: We're nothing without God. Yeah. Our relationship, marriage is a, whether people want to think about it or not, marriage is a godly covenant. <laughs> marriage, I love you guys so much. Marriage. <laughs> marriage,
2: you're not just married. Like,
1: marriage will not last. I'm not bowing to Trey.
2: I'm bowing to God first and then Trey. Oh, like,
0: so you still keep God first? Is that what you're saying?
2: Yeah. He has to be at the center of it or not. Everything. Yeah. He has to be every dead in the middle. Every decision that we make, every time we argue, all right, let's pray. Let's stop talking. Let's pray.
3: Mm. Or, yeah,
1: or we even got like a little safe word. Like Brad and Anna kind of taught us this. So their safe word is bananas. Like so if they argue, they'd be like bananas. And that they means- just stop. They I don't stop. want to say anything. I don't to, want to say anything you right now. So just go away. And then when I'm ready to talk to you, so no, I just pineapples. pineapples. <laughs> and, she, and she'll be like, she'll be like, well, I don't. Or I'll be like, you know what? It's like pineapples. And I'm like, mm. all right. And then when we're ready to talk to each other, it took a while for us to like, because you know when somebody say,
0: girl, I don't care about no pineapples. Like, what the fuck is a
1: pineapple? I I'm
3: what
0: I'm
1: but now it's just like i was like, be like babe. I say pineapples, and I'm like, all right, I got you. So, what is it. that?
0: Take me to the first argument that you guys had. Hmm. What is that like arguing I mean, with someone I mean, that you love?
1: Yeah. Uh, sometimes it's so crazy how you can say you love someone but say something so hurtful. Yeah. And it's just like it really, like, it really, dang, it, it, it really yeah. makes you like, as you say it, like, damn, I shouldn't have said that to you. And mm. it really makes you think that. I think if I, it changes
2: it, me more personally than it, cha- than it like affects him. him. Like, it changes, like, wow, do but I you think really about act like style? that? Right. Yeah, I'm yeah. like, do, do I really act like that when I'm that mad? Like, why did I just get so angry about that small situation? Yeah, But, like, and, like we've learned so much from our arguments. I love like, you so
1: much that I never want to physically hurt you with my words, either. Mm. You know yeah. what I mean? So it's yeah, just that, like, if, if, if you love someone, mm-hmm. everything you say... Should be yes. You're gonna get in arguments, but you're human. You're, going you're to human. Disagree. You're gonna do things yeah. where, like, even even if it's, I really don't think you should do that. I really don't like how you talk to me. It should be the kindest way that you can say it because you never know. Is you that can deep. To you like, can break, to, Yeah, you can break that heart so fast.
0: So what do you guys do when it's like, I've had enough of you. I need to do me for a second. I need a little bit of space. You didn't get on my nerve this morning. I need to like. What do you do? What do you do? Different
2: now that we live together. Uh huh. Um. It used to. Trust me. We've come from a place of like (laughs) walking out, getting out the car. Right. We've come from a place of just like arguing. Yeah. We both hate arguing. We both hate confrontation. Yeah. So we've come from a place of just like totally ignoring each other, like being nasty, like hanging up the phone to just now it's like, he said, just say the word, go in two separate rooms or like sometimes he'll just step out on the balcony or something like that.
3: Mm -hmm. Um,
2: But most of the time, like if we do argue, it's because like we misunderstood what the other person was trying to say over text or over the phone and we're not in person. So then we'll just stop texting each other. And then when we get in person, like at the house, we'll be like, all right, let's sit down. Let's talk it about a this. Minute. It's been... A, yeah, because... We've
1: came a long way. Because yeah. it was never like that. Like, now that we, we're we all going to be 22 and stuff like that, like, she's about to be 21, and, like, I'm getting older, it's just, like, I can't be a kid forever. Y'all
0: are hella inspiring <laughs> right now. <laughs> like,
1: I can't, I cannot, and, like, a lot of people always, like people from Pike that we, like, how are you guys making this last, and it's it's not it's none of us it's god that's
3: mm-hmm. that's
1: all i can say it's god that keeps us together it's god that wakes us up every single day mm-hmm. as long as there's breath in my lungs i'm going to make sure that i am exhaling and inhaling positivity in my life with my mm. with my future bride with my best friends with mm. jordan and brad no matter who you are strangers and
2: mm-hmm. that's why i
1: believe in stepping out on the balcony is just because let me let me exhale this negativity real yeah. quick. And breathing and something that I can take back in the house. Yeah. I feel like
2: it took both of us to get to the point where we're more positive with our own selves before we become like Trey and Madison. Like we have to be like be okay with Madison and Trey before we can be okay with Trey and yeah. Madison. So like a lot of my personal struggle struggles like with my father and like just like my home relationship growing up I kind of, um, took a lot of that uh, on Trey, or, like, when he would do something that would remind me of that, I would Mm -hmm. be very angry and, like, you know, lash out or anything, and, like, I didn't really know how to deal with my emotions, Mm -hmm. um, really until, like, a couple years ago, like, it took us to, like, really change how we, like, see, Mm -hmm. like, confrontation and whatever, but... I don't know, like, it just took a lot of, hey, I need to figure myself out and I need to be happy with myself. And, like, Ooh. so a lot of, like, self-reflection. Like, I've been doing a lot of reading. We read devotionals together. He does a lot of reading. He's, like, in a men's group. I just joined a women's group. Mm. Like, you have to do things for yourself or you can, like, come together and be strong and what, as one. So
0: what I'm you're thinking. saying is, is that your happiness... You're not responsible for his happiness, and you're not responsible for her
1: happiness. Right. What she's saying you're is... You're responsible for
2: yourself like we're the first. the when we're happy mm, separately one, one thing
1: that I've learned is that like contentment is a powerful thing. Me, Trayvon, Booker, I have to be happy with myself. Madison has to be happy with herself, and then mm-hmm. we come together and we share the happiness relationship is so much stronger he doesn't
2: complete me he's my like companion and like he's next to me he's not leading me like he's not like my other half he's we together we make a whole but like i can be whole by myself too mm-hmm. it's like really how it like, like like i
1: tell people like i tell people all the time like i like even in i make music i record a song i said engaged to be married lady everything good this way i was good alone I like it better this way, but I was fine by myself. Mm -hmm. And this is because it's that, it's that human contentment of like being content with where you are right now and being ready for what's to come.
3: Mm. But
1: just being okay with like, okay, this is where I am right now. And like, there's never going to be a time in my relationship where I stop working on myself or working on us. There's never going to be a time where, you know, oh yeah, we're exactly where we need to be. There's Mm -hmm. never going to be a time like that. There's this guy that, um, that comes to Chick-fil-A all the time. Uh and he also go to our church and I talk mm. to him all the time and I'm like, What's up? What's up? Uh Jeff, how you doing today? He's like, close to perfect. If I can live my life to be mm. close to perfect every single day, then I'm doing pretty damn good. And like that's just how that's just how I see things. And it took a very long time to get like this like people think that it's the grass is greener on the other side or that yeah. everything is sweet and everything is sunshine and roses. We have been in we have been in Heated parts of our relationship, desert heat. We have been in very, very breakable parts to the way that we don't even know how we made it out of it. So I'm... I'm just letting people know that please do not think that our relationship is always yeah. perfect and don't because we have been through it a Just because lot.
2: you get engaged or just because you get married, life changes. Yeah. Like, like it's still the same two people in the same relationship. Yeah. Nothing is going to change because you have a new title. And like, that's why
1: divorce rates are going up because they. she says yes to the ring, says yes to the dress, and you think, that's it. I got it. Yes. I got her. Like, and, that's and, it. And, and, and they, they don't want don't like, to keep have, You still have to keep her. You still have to do the same exact things. So, like,
0: yeah.
1: to win someone's heart again, you have to, like. You
0: know that song? I still, he still, we still. Uh-huh. Talking about bumper. Right. You still. Like, when you get in a relationship, you have to still do those things. Exactly. It doesn't just end after the yeah. wedding day. Like, you're right. still going to be together. Right. And one
1: thing. And one thing I said to her is, like. To continually win, like, cause she's my she's my first love, like, period. Like, the other times when I thought I was in love and really was in heat and I didn't know the difference, those relationships were lessons. <laughs> those relationships were lessons. Everybody in- He said
0: in heat. Those relationships were lessons.
1: <laughs> and, like, the main thing about our relationship is that we fall in love with each other each and every day. And we win each other's hearts each and every day. And how, what I always tell her is, like- Y'all are
0: so inspirational. What
1: I, what I always tell her is, like, to continually win my first love, I have to keep on doing my first works so what did I do in the beginning of the relationship Y'all get on my- <laughs> what did I do in the beginning of my relationship to win her like heart? if
2: you're three years into your relationship and your man is still not opening your door or yeah. like he did on the first date or he's still not calling you beautiful when you walk out of the room and you're something's like something's
0: wrong the like,
2: like, affirmation it's is for the female like mm. just don't settle when you know okay I got him I can you know like, yeah, there's been times, like, okay, so when you start living with someone, they start seeing, like, your true self, like... So, let's talk about
1: that. I never okay. truly know somebody to you. Right? guys
0: have taken a major adult, responsible step in your lives, right. and you are now homeowners, and you have your own home. What is that process like financially? I mean, like, how did y'all work that out? Like people
2: you... say communication is key. <laughs> yeah. But, like, that's not a joke. Like, literally, you have to communicate about everything. We have this calendar where we plan our week, we plan our month. Like, we knew we, we were hanging out with two
1: today because it's on a calendar. Like, we Dang. look at the calendar and be like, there's, the, oh yeah, so we there's a month at the, the top, yeah. and
2: then we write out, okay, this is what days we work this week, this is what we're doing after or before work. But then on the side, okay, here's what we need to check off for the day. Ooh. So it's our month, our week, and our day.
1: Like pay this. Or like if she called me on my break, uh, babe, I got to go back to work. But pay AT&T. Or like pay every single
2: night. bill needs to be paid ahead of time so that y'all aren't scrambling to be like, oh, you forgot to pay that. Like literally before the month even starts, you should know what day you are paying what. And you guys need to be on the same page. Like literally we talk about that all the time we're like oh what's coming out tomorrow okay i got this you got this and like one thing that
1: we've seen like just in relation like it's been a hard process because mm -hmm. we are god fearing people
2: Mm -hmm. and a
1: lot of people don't agree with people living together before marriage which Mm -hmm. if people knew her situation in her home Mm -hmm. they would understand but me as her future husband Mm
3: -hmm.
1: i talked to god about it and i was like god like you know her situation you know what she's going through." And how we see it is mm-hmm. As long as we keep God first in this relationship You know Try to remain pure You know what I mean Like mm-hmm. Forget about sexual things And solely just live together And live for each other You know what I mean Yeah uh, Which has definitely been a challenge It's definitely been well, a lot Well within of,
0: you guys' faith
1: mm-hmm.
0: I feel like That is definitely unconventional mm-hmm. But I would say Like as a Christian I think that it's important to Well not me personally as a Christian But I'm saying as you guys as Christians I feel like it's important to have your own personal relationship with God and not be so concerned with how other people view Mm -hmm. what you're doing. Because everybody's always going to have an opinion. Because there's a difference
2: between a religion and a relationship. And I think we're focused... Yeah, we're focused... (laughs) That's a freaking quote. We're literally focused on our relationship with God, where religion is like rules and things you must do to follow. And like the church... People get so turned away from the church or like it's, it's so, religion so because rule. they think there's so many rules they think you're going to be judged. If you were really honestly focused on your relationship with God, you know that God is love and he does not judge. He is unconditionally loving you no matter what decision you make. So we all, sin every
1: day and he loves yeah,
2: us. Yeah, so all these people that, oh, well, you're a Christian and you live together. Okay, yes, I have a relationship with God and he right. loves me no matter what my sin is, period. So...
1: And and yes and yes we understand that biblically the Bible talks about these things but well, we try to make sure that we keep in God first like I said s- like sex is not is not all mm-hmm. is not all that like everybody I mean oh, se- oh se- I know se- se- <laughs> sex is a beautiful thing yeah but
2: making like, love is a beautiful making thing. love
1: is a beautiful thing and all that stuff but like right now. What's important is everything outside of the bedroom, at bedtime. Yeah. And that's what we're like focused truly on. truly
2: knowing that. Keeping person. God
1: first. Mm-hmm. Like, that's the main thing, which is hard. It's hard not to, it's hard to live with someone and not to try to do sexual things. So let's it's-
0: talk about sex, baby. <laughs> let's talk about your, I heard Trace say, Madison's love language is a touchy-filly thing. I wanna talk about you guys' love language. Okay.
2: So I definitely express my love and affection. Um, through like physical touch
3: mm-hmm.
2: not even like in a sexual way just like if he's upset like you know rub mm-hmm. his shoulder or like hold his hand or like kiss his cheek or something like mm-hmm. as especially like if we're arguing like I just like I'm like okay come here give me a hug and like he's mm-hmm. like no let me get my thoughts together let right. me chill out first he, his love language is like um, acts of service mm. so like if i'm upset and like he knows he like messed up or like whatever he'll be like ta- <laughs> the girl up. is
0: always right
2: he'll be, he like, no, he messed up <laughs> he'll be like no like i'm not always right and i admit that but like say we're like upset with each other and mm. you know he's apologetic whatever he'll like start cleaning up the house mm. or like even if he's mad at me like and we get in the car to go somewhere he'll still open up my door he'll still do the same things because that's his way of like being like, okay, yes, we're mad at each other, but I still am here and I still love you. And
1: so this, this is kind of how I see it. Don't let temporary situations ruin a heart permanently. Yeah. Like just because, just because I'm upset with you temporarily doesn't mean that I'm going to permanently stop doing things that I've always done for you.
0: So how else do you communicate your love language with Madison? Um...
1: Uh, Grinding every single day. When I get up in the morning, like when I turn over in bed, she sets my soul on fire. She's the reason why. She's. The, she's, <laughs> oh my she's, God. she's the reason. She's the reason why I'm like, all right, like even even when I am tired, as I get out and it's like I've been working six days this week, I really don't want to go to work. I still get up because it's like somebody needs to be fed in here. Somebody needs clothes. Somebody needs to make sure that this wedding is paid for. So like I don't just get up for myself, and that goes back to the point of living for people. Like you literally have to live for people every single day, and like it's not a joke. Like this is who I am, and like everything I do, I put my heart in it. Whether yes. it's music, whether it's whether yes. it's my job, and especially when it comes to God. If my heart's not in it, I'm not doing it.
2: And, right. my, and my heart
1: is in this relationship. So you know what? I may not want to. You know what? I may not want to talk to my talk to some people at work today. Mm. I may not even want to get dressed. But you know what? I still get my behind up and I get dressed and I drive 30 minutes to work every single day. Mm. And I work that, that eight hour, sometimes 14 hour shift and I bring that bread so home. So
0: Madison is something that you look forward to because I just watched a movie the other day. It was actually, well, it's not important. But the girl was saying that in order to be happy in life, you have to have something to look forward to to keep you going. So Madison is something that you look forward to. Every
1: single day. I look forward to, I look forward to when payday comes and we have everything we need and more. And I look forward to seeing that expression on her face. Hey, oh yeah, my, my man was really grounded to make sure that everything was taken care of around here. Like today, I'm not gonna go into detail, but I everything I told her that needs
2: work and everything, everything that needed to be
1: done the in the house, cleaning. I need to return this uh, this uh, AT and T box because. Mm. We decided to only have cable in one room because it was too expensive for two rooms. Right. Uh, to take out the money for the wedding to pay the venue, and I, I did all that in about six hours. Anything she need me to do, I'm doing it, because in a relationship, in a marriage, love is—you always have to work together. It's not just one-sided. Love is not one-sided. Love is something that you share with with each other. So it's like showing it, showing to her I love her through my acts of service, doing whatever she asks me to do whatever she whatever even if she doesn't ask me something I know that needs to be done and that's the thing about relationships you didn't tell me that she wanted to <laughs> yes. like, why does she have to tell you you know yeah like we going on like I've been knowing Madison for we've been we've been officially dating for almost 4 and I've been knowing her for like 6 so I've been knowing this girl for pretty much my whole mm-hmm. my whole high school and college career you know what I mean it's just like i know what she expects out of me mm. And it's just that, it's not that, you know, she's the ruler and all that stuff, but she knows what I expect out of her as a wife.
2: So, I expect you
1: to stand by me as a fiance. I expect you to stand by me as a girlfriend. I expect you to stand by me, especially if it's a real relationship.
0: So something that's coming up for me when you're saying that, I'm, I'm thinking of the term gender roles. How do you guys maybe break that mold? Because I'm hearing you say, I'm the one doing the errands. But maybe like an older way of thinking is the woman is supposed to clean take, and run the
1: errands. We take turns. So yeah, we
2: don't. Yeah. Like, I wouldn't say, like, oh, I'm the one that cleans the house. You go do this. Like,
1: like we have. I would say that we have specific roles. Mm-hmm. I, I, w- I wouldn't say that we do. I wouldn't say that we have that, but we do have areas where we're stronger. Yeah. So, like, her area is like organizing. When it comes to organizing a wedding, that's her. Like so she, it's
0: not this. Old, outdated way no, of thinking it's not.
1: that it's women
3: are like, supposed
0: to do this, men are supposed like, to do she's strong, right. at, like,
1: she's strong at a lot of things than me, and I'm a little bit strong. And how we see it is like, hey, since you're stronger in this area, you handle that. I'm really strong at our finances. Yeah. Like, I plan out majority of the time what's mm-hmm. coming out of our bank account. I plan out how much we're saving and where we're going to end up if we save this way. Mm-hmm. I plan out, okay, we're taking this money out to fix your car, and this was going to be left over if mm-hmm. I added it right. I'm really good at, like, the math part of our finances, mm-hmm. and I'm pretty much... 95% correct half of the time unless something pop up, so like I'm good at that. So like she leaves that to me. Like hey, you go ahead and plan this because mm. you good with making sure that our money straight. She's good with you know what I mean organizing the house in a certain way or organizing mm. our life in a certain way. Like she's she's really good at writing out the calendar, babe. This is what we need to do. This is what needs to get done today. Just make sure that you get it done. Mm. And it's like all so right. I so I like,
2: about finding. Okay, here's my strengths. Here's my weaknesses, and. Are any of my weaknesses your strengths? Oh. If so, like... You got and, me and on then, that.
1: And then, if she's weak with finances, my job is to help her be stronger with it. So, yeah. like, yeah, sometimes... Yeah, sometimes she might give it to me, but I'm like, hey, babe, you go ahead and knock out this finance spot and, real quick. like,
2: it's literally just about, like, respect. Like, as far as coming to, to the dishes, like, I'll be damned if I was with a man that expected <laughs> okay. me to do the dishes every day. Honestly, okay. like, if I'm working... A nine hour shift And mm-hmm. you're home And you're sitting around And there's a full sink of dishes yeah. What are you doing? Like so it's like It's that we respect each other enough Like okay I know you're tired I know you got a lot going on I got this one tonight That is or
0: love like, yeah. That's love
1: and even, and even if we're both tired Let's just wash the dishes tomorrow yeah.
2: Or yeah Tomorrow Or we do or, it together Or yeah. can you come at
1: me With the kitchen real quick And like sometimes I play online But if I'm not playing online I will literally stop Pause the game And say or if I'm on there with a friend like Tyler or something, which is a person I'm usually on with, I'm like, hey, bro, I'll be back on in a minute. I'm about to help Madison with this. Or, hey, I'm about to get off because my fiance wants to spend time with me. Like, and this
2: isn't really, like, gender roles, but, like, as far as, like, guy time and girl time, mm-hmm. I think that's so important in relationships mm. to give each other, like...
1: Go out with your girls. Go out yeah. with your boys. Yeah. You can't be with... Like, that's the one thing that we have to learn. In high school, Jordan, you know, we was together yeah. every single day. Mm-hmm. And that can make or break a relationship. Yeah, Yeah. Like, you got to give each other that space.
2: And, like, if he gets home from working all day and, like, we spend some time together and then he's like, alright, well, I want to go out here and play the game with Tyler or, like, whatever. Whoever's on there. Mm -hmm. Like, I'm like, alright, cool, because that's his time to, you know, unwind and relax. I might want to watch some little beauty guru videos on YouTube. He's not going to want to watch that. like, Or, like, you know, I have some friends that I, like, yes, they're his friends, too, and, like, he knows who they are, but, like, they're typically people that I hang out with. Like, I work with, mm-hmm. so they're typically people that I hang out with by myself. Mm-hmm. But he's like, yeah, go have fun with the girls. Like, he knows who they are, so they know he knows that, like, they respect our relationship as well. Like, mm-hmm. it's literally, that's like, you have to you have give to them girl too. and guy time to, like, really, like... Because they're still... Like, I'm still Madison, and he's still Trey. Yes, you know, and like, that's so important.
1: Yes, it is, but also... Do you what, feel like uh, you can
2: get lost in that? I'm sorry, but do you feel like you can never... Yeah, ever, I feel like I see so many relationships to, feel like they have to be together all, all the, time, the time. And then they get mad if like one of them wants to go out with like other people and not include them. When really those were their friends before the relationship now, even Now, if
1: you, if you guys are dating, I got a couple points. If you guys are dating, like a boyfriend and girlfriend, mm-hmm. then maybe you guys shouldn't be together all the time. Now that me and Madison are reaching this point of we're about to get married, family orientation, being family oriented mm-hmm. is very big in our relationship. Nobody comes before God in my family, period. Mm-hmm. My mom let me leave her house. Her dad and her fa- her her dad and her mom let her leave her house so that we become one. It's God then Madison. That's exactly how it is. This is my family. She comes before anybody else. And when like, of the marriage, the Bible says that God got your parents give you up, and then you two have become yeah. one. You know what I mean? So now that we're about mm-hmm. to get married, we're working. That we're not, we're not necessarily one yet. But we're when we get married, we are one. This is my family. So instead of waiting until we get married and saying, "Okay, this is my number one priority now," mm-hmm. I'm working my way into it now. Madison needs me home. She just made dinner. I'll catch y'all later. Mm. Or hey, she needs me home. She doesn't feel good. I'm not coming in today. Or like that's so why I keep my phone on me at work. They tell us not to have phones, and that's like if, and that's why I got this Apple Watch. If I get that call, you best believe I'm gonna answer because she comes first before me serving some chicken or before me doing anything. She comes first, and that, and I love my job, but it's just like she comes first. I'm not gonna miss that call if I get that call.
2: Yeah, and once you get to the point of marriage, I think and this is like another topic. It's like crazy how fast your first family changes. Like, growing up for 20 years, my first family, meaning, like, my immediate family, was my mom, my dad, and my sister. Those are the people I lived and with. And now it's As we're approaching marriage, and once, we, like, once we're married, my first family is my household, which is Trey and Nilla, and then our children. Like, mm-hmm. that comes before anyone outside of my household. If my household is not good, if my household is not happy, like, no one else should be contacted, because that's, like... At the end of the day yes. that's who you come home to every day that's who you live for every day like
1: and even in the process of this is my first family Jordan you're our family too Brad and Anna they're our family my mom and dad they're and still my who family you
2: need to and we still, with still to make build time for those up. people yeah. yeah
1: make time for the people that's important to you so like we we always make sure that like yes it's been a while because we've been grinding for this wedding but it's like We always make sure that, okay, we really need to make time for these people because they are important to us.
0: And I think another thing that is important and that you guys have done so well is the fact that, and we said this earlier, is that you don't have to see each other all the time. Mm -hmm. Because that's how high school was. It was we seen each other every single day. We wore each other out. And we got, you know... I have really noticed that what has really stood the test of time is time apart from one another Mm -hmm. and when you come back together that's how you know who you're real if
1: I haven't and that's the thing about and I'm just gonna put this out there that's the thing about the wedding invitations I graduated what almost three years ago Mm
0: -hmm.
1: if I haven't heard from you since we since we threw our hats in the air Yeah, and now since you're about to get married, you want to invite? I'm sorry. Yeah, this is not a family reunion. Like, if I haven't heard from you, if I haven't heard from you since we threw the caps up and celebrated and said congratulations, we graduated. But you played a huge part in my relationship. I didn't forget about you.
0: But you know what? I also think that it's important, especially during this time, in all of our lives, because I mean we're all like in the same like weird. I don't know about y'all. But I feel like I've been in like the freaking twilight zone. Like this is like the weirdest point in my life that I can ever remember ever.
2: Everything. You just, yeah.
0: And you guys are so much further along than me. Like you, you're already at the stage where you're, you found your companion, you know, eventually I'll get there and you are living by yourselves and I'm still not there yet, but I'm, I'm, I'm grateful that I have friends that I can call and be like, how do I figure this out when I am ready to make those steps, get in a relationship get a house like all that kind of stuff i'm grateful that i have role models and real friends that i can call and really lean on in those times so i really admire y'all because y'all have done like i don't know this is you guys you guys are great i love Mm -hmm. you so much and
1: and one thing i I will, we love you a lot but one thing i will say is that even when we're doing good we'll still answer that call yeah if you're doing good and you get rich we're not calling you actually for money. We're calling you actually, how are you doing? Yeah. How's life? What's going on? And yeah. I said, that's the thing that's twisted. It's like, when you're doing good, everybody want to be your everybody friend. Everybody wants to be friend. Everybody want to be your friend. It's just like, bro, like, and I, and I I love people. I love people. But it's like, bro, when I was down bad, bro, I couldn't even get a text from you. You know what I mean? When I got in that car accident, everybody that was important to me, that I know was important to me, yeah. made sure that I was okay. You didn't know about it, but when yeah. I told you about it earlier, you was like, Oh my God, like that's crazy. Like I wish I would've known that. But you could still see that genuine care. Yeah. It's just like it is like as soon as you doing good, everybody wanna be your friend. But I want that person that when I'm doing good, they still ask me, How am I doing? Is everything still going all right? Literally the only person
0: genuine. and this just popped up in my head, the one of the only people that knew especially when I was like I was I was depressed. I, was, I feel like it was kind of like a depression. Um, the only part, Really, one of the only people that I knew was Madison. Mm-hmm. Like, I, you know what I'm saying? So, it. I love what you're saying that people only want to be with you when things are great right. and when everything is going great. But you who know. could I depend on when I'm freaking depressed and I'm taking, like, anti-depression medication? You know what I'm saying? And I just want Something you to know like that.
1: that. I want you to know that we'll be there. For yeah. The good times, the bad times. I mean, the ups and the downs. And that is just so. Uh, that's the that's the most important thing. That about, is real, like. Like that's the important thing about relationships. Is like, I'm gonna care for you in every single part of your life.
0: Yeah.
1: Because in this life, in the godly road, there's no turns, there's no cuts, but there are bumps. There are there are speed bumps. There are rocky roads. There are nails in the tire. There's a lot of that, and it's just like. We'll be there for you, through All of that stuff.
2: Mm. And I feel like right now is the age of our lives where our truest friends and, like, friends that are becoming family are the ones that are going to be lifelong friends. Like, the yeah, people we that we're, we yeah. surround ourselves with now, they're going to be at the hospital. And, you know, our, their kids are going to grow up with our kids. And yeah. they're going to be Uncle Jordan. And, you know, yeah. like, yeah. like now it's when you literally... come over my house, you're going to sit down. <laughs> <laughs> But literally, like, the people, like, it's, it's just become so obvious, like. Yeah.
1: The relationships that we're building now is lifetime. Like, we're, like, yeah. I told like I told her when I was in high school, when we were going into our, we were sophomores going to our junior year, I'm like, girl, like, this is not, yes. this is not just something to do. Like, this is something that I'm trying to, I'm trying to, like, this is long run. And that's exactly how I treat my relationships with my friends. It's like, I'm just not trying to be your friend because you got money or because you yes. got a charger or because you got a big old house or. Because, you know, yeah. you're funny. Like, I'm trying to be your friend because I genuinely feel like there's something here in this relationship. And even if there's, even if it's not that feeling at first, we can we can always build a relationship. And it's just like, I'm here to be a friend for a lifetime. And it's hard to find a lifetime long friend because yeah. friends is always trying to be here for a moment because, oh yeah, he's the popular one in school or... Oh, yeah, he gets all these girls, or
3: mm-hmm. oh,
1: yeah, he got all this money, and oh, yeah, his parents got this big old house and they got a pool in the back, and we can just hang out with them and out at his house. And, like, it, I'm just, you can just have, you can keep the temporary relationships because I don't want it.
0: Yeah, I don't want it either. And honestly, you guys, like, it's, I've, I've known Madison for a long time, but it's funny how quickly you grew on me. Yeah. Like, i don't remember a time where i had to like question like who was straight to me like who how do i feel about i don't like you just i feel like we were like friends before in like another life and i just kind (laughs) of knew you and you just kind of because i never had a moment where i was like oh i don't know about him or i don't know about madison being with him like you just always were
1: and you know what's you just crazy? just grew on
0: me. Like, I, I don't know how to explain it. What's,
1: yeah. what's crazy is that God planned all this out.
0: That is crazy, yeah. God was
1: like, when Trey, and when Trey hits his junior year, he's going to meet Madison. You know what? And he's going to meet Madison's friend, Jordan, and they're going to become best friends. Yeah. And Brad and Anna are going to come all the way from Ohio, and they're going to become best friends.
3: Yeah. And,
1: you know what I mean? Madison's parents are going to meet Trey's parents, and, you know, Trey's going to meet Anthony and all that. Like, All this stuff happened because God had it all planned.
0: So we're at the hour mark and I don't like to have my shows over an hour, but as you're talking about plans, I'll, I'll leave us with this. This will be like our last little thing. And I want you guys to just imagine anything being possible. Where do you see yourselves? In five years, ten years, what do you want your relationship to look like? What are you guys doing? Where are you traveling to? Do you have kids? Do you have another dog? <laughs> do you do you live in Montreal or do you live in a shack in Mexico? What are you doing? <laughs> if anything is possible. There's no boundaries.
2: So Nilla is stubborn. Oh, we probably couldn't get another dog because she loves attention, honestly. But okay. um. Definitely see us having kids a few years after the wedding. Mm-hmm.
1: Um, or the night of the wedding.
2: But
0: I'm feeling like I don't know why, but I'm seeing the T word, which is twins.
1: I don't know they why. They
2: do in my family, so that's really. I'm scary. feeling like. <laughs> yeah. Boy and a girl, knock it out. And okay. What,
1: what I always tell people is, five years from now, I am wherever God wants me to be.
2: Hmm. So
1: it's not even even a question. I think it's just
2: listening to, you know, like the changes around you and how you adapt to them. And like, so for example, like Trey is, I feel like really gifted and is led to like be a leader. Mm -hmm. And um, I think he would be like a really good youth leader and a youth mentor and stuff like that. Like, Mm -hmm. I think that's his calling. And for a while he's been telling me, like, I don't feel like I'm qualified for it.
1: But I heard this
2: um, saying that like, if you feel like God is calling you to it, go ahead and take that risk, and He will qualify you. Don't <laughs> don't wait to be qualified to reach to take your calling, take your calling, and He will qualify you. So literally, I feel like that is where He will be. Is just like a youth pastor, like working out with them, teaching them like what it's like to grow up as like. You know, a young black man that the odds are against you. Because we like, need
0: that, though. Yeah, you need
2: those people in your life to guide you that aren't your parents, like, people you can look up to. And, like, yeah. there's so many kids that he's already a youth pastor or, like, or one of the leaders at our church, and I really feel like he should take that youth pastor role. Mm-hmm. But, like, there's already so many kids in Catalyst that, like, look up to him and, you know, want to be around his energy and stuff like that.
0: Yeah, he does have that.
1: It's, it's just, you like, do. one thing you got to realize about kids and then we can get back on the topic. It's there's a lot of, even us as kids. You think I'm going to go tell my mama that, hey, I'm, I'm having problems with, you know, lust. And, like, I know I want to know what porn is. And I want to know, you know, oh, why I was old... invented. Like, Y'all se- don't have to come back on the show. <laughs> <laughs> like, seventh grade is where it all starts. It's, like, curious about everything. Yes. It's just, like, you got to enter these kids' minds. And you got to, really like, do. you can't beat God in them. But you can, like, it's, it's all about a gray circle. You know what mm. I mean? A grace circle is like someone coming to you. You know what I mean? The openness is where it starts. Yeah. But in order for them to come to you being open, that's what a grace is. It's like they open in this grace. Like, man, I've been there before. You know what I mean? And then that's when the truth comes out after that grace. It's like, like, look, man, like I've been there before but you know you shouldn't have done that.
0: Yes. And then because, the, then, then the mm. repentance
1: come and everything because it's, then it's like I trust you enough to come to you about how I'm feeling and then you didn't judge me. You you gave me grace. You said, hey, I've been there before, man. Like, I know what it's like to struggle with pornography. Mm-hmm. I know what it's like to struggle with relationships and wanting, wanting to know what this is and that is. I know how it feels, but I'm just letting you know that, hey, maybe you shouldn't do that. And like this thing. Oh, and then, my goodness. And it's just like, hey, think about what God feels about what you're doing. And then that's when you enter these kids' mind. Like, this dude. Because in seventh I'm grade.
0: knock you out. Because <laughs> in
1: ninth grade, you like. It's kind of like
0: I'm gonna knock you <laughs> out. It's like so when you this hit, is, No, this is what you need to do. Yes. Once, so seriously, back, so, I like, on, do, so I feel like this is what you need to do, Trey. I feel like in
2: five wait a second, years but like, wait a that second. will be like
0: where. This is at. what you need to do because you're touching me, and I'm like.
1: But if you think about it, bro. All
0: stuff right now.
1: <laughs> if you think about it, when you're in high school, teachers want you to like them.
0: That's crazy. But when you're in
1: middle school, you want to be liked. By teachers be liked by other people and that's what these seventh graders and these eighth graders want
0: even
1: even once you get to high school like there's still that part when it's like I just want to be liked and it's just like if they can come to you and they can be open about this and you don't judge to me you like look man I've been there and I'm just letting you know that hey I'm here for you and they be like okay this dude's cool and you know they're not gonna go to their parents about that
3: yeah because
1: they feel like oh yeah cuz some parents they be off the wall and they like oh yeah I'm gonna get in trouble and all that stuff So I've been thinking about it. And the main thing I like about God is that you can just, you can belong before you believe. And it's just like, you
0: know what?
1: It's just like, it's just like, and that's the thing we love about our church is that we hear Mm -hmm. that all the time. And it's just, it becomes a lifestyle of like, I can belong to God before I even believe in anything that I read.
0: That, that you just said that, um, what do you think God thinks about what you're doing? I've literally talked about pornography on my show. And I still haven't even told my parents about my show just because that has been such a topic that, I mean, I don't know if I'm comfortable talking about that because I have have such a history with it, whether I want to or whether I don't want to have such a history with it. So just the fact that you can talk about that topic, be so God-centered and...
2: It's just the fact that everybody str- is human and everybody struggles with the same thing. I
1: struggled with porn yeah. my whole high school career. I even opened up to Madison about it. I don't want to go into my marriage with no secrets. I'm like, babe, I, I struggle with pornography.
2: And mm. I see the devil
1: still try to creep up. And like, especially on social media, it's boobs and butts everywhere. And it's yeah. just like, of course, you're going to, of course, the man going to scroll back down. And be like, oh, What was that? Yeah.
2: So and like, that's what I started this whole thing by is like realizing that other people, like that other person is human the other person has gone through the same things that mm-hmm. you've gone through like for example your parents they're human i'm sure your dad mm. has struggled with that before yeah. he's not going to open up to his son about that but like the fact that you can surround yourself with people who don't judge you no matter what yes
1: but my best friend Brad i can't wait for you to meet him he's he's my second best man i just asked him to be my best man like uh mm. like probably like a month ago cuz he he's just he's just so he's just so he's he's such an important person to me But um, one thing that one thing that he told me is like if if there's ever a time where I mess up, he's such a God-centered person. I know what you've done, and that's not who you are. Mm. And that's the most important thing. I know that you watch porn, and that's not who you are. I know that you're struggling with lust. That's not who you are. That doesn't, doesn't define you. That's not who you are. and and and
0: so we need
2: to go back to the question though. And, where are we gonna be And, that, <laughs> and that's
1: what and this to reflect back to the question, that's where I see myself. Anywhere guys need me to be. Anything that involves God's work, that's where I'm gonna be. I'm gonna my my job is to be a spitting image of what God wants me to be. Serve the, serve one God and that and and that's it. And like
2: I don't, know and, where I, I don't know where, where we're going to live.
1: God's going to us, lead us there. We might be the only Bible that anyone ever reads, and that's okay. Somebody may not ever physically pick up a Bible and read it word for word. But if I can be Genesis, Exodus, Leviticus, Numbers, if I can be a scripture or a verse in each Bible to someone, then I can help them in, in some type of way in their life. And, I wasn't always like this. People, people. people, Oh, I don't think any of us. People, because people are like like this. Because people, people, they'll. AvaX Madison, they'll message me on Twitter. Be like, hey, bro, you trying to do this. You trying to do that. I'm like, bro, I'm not like that no more. I mean. Like, I don't. You've
0: known me since second grade. I have not been like this.
2: Since after high school, really.
0: Yeah, since after high school. Like, this. Looking back on my life. Like, I feel like I changed a lot in high school. Like, when I was younger, I used to, like, talk back. I was kind of disrespectful. I was loud. And I thought all oh, that was cute, you know. And then c- kind of going into high school, I really settled down. And I kind of became the funny person. And now in my life, I've found that I'm doing things that I never thought I would have done. Like, spirituality and just talk some—doing talks on pornography and doing—like, t- just talk— like, I've expanded myself so much. I've, We've all changed so much. And I think that's what has been the scariest thing is yeah. that sometimes I don't recognize who I am. Because I've just changed so much. And if someone were to, like, meet me today, if you think that I'm, like, the same person, singer, year, like, you're mistaken. Because I've been through so much just in, like... One and a half years mm-hmm. that like I'm just not the same person anymore. I don't even know. I
1: me and Madison talk about that all the time. Like I'm, not. I'm happy that you're open about pornography, and I'm done after this. But I'm happy that you're open about pornography because yeah. it's, it's just like saying I tell Madison all the time. just like saying if I'm not open about stuff, or you know. If I'm not, if I'm just not getting rid of stuff, or I'm not mm-hmm. working towards fixing things, it's never gonna go anywhere. It's like me saying, I get up in the morning, I open the thing of beer, and I drink, and I'm like, ah, I'm done drinking beer,
3: mm-hmm. I'm
1: done. And I sit it on the table, and I leave the house for three days. When I come back home, that beer's still there. Mm-hmm. It's just like situations in your life. If you don't get those situations out of your life completely, they're, yes. they're never gonna, yes. they're never gonna <laughs> go anywhere. They're never out. gonna go anywhere. So.
0: Okay, Madison. Any last remarks?
2: I love you both. This has been great.
0: (laughs) This, y'all. This was not planned. Sing it out.
2: Sing it out.
3: (laughs) Goodbye. 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 Hey. Hey.
2: It's the Jordan (laughs) Page.